0: Boop, boop, pressure on me or the players, because they wanted to get it for me. They're an outstanding group of players I have, and they were pulling for me just as much as everybody else, and, uh, and they came through tonight. We got down, we had a good first half. We struggled a bit in the third period, but they hung in and they played tough. I, I'm glad it's over. And it's, to me, it's not about me, it's about the team, so, and I'm glad it's over. We really wanted it for him. We really wanted it for him. He really deserves it. These big teams is just gonna bring us like, this gonna make it more easier for us to play because we're already in an atmosphere where everybody, you know, overrated, everybody's going at us every day. So we're gonna see a lot of big crowds because we're a little school. We don't bring a lot of fans out, but we definitely sure can bring bring a lot of people to support us, and we got heart right here.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Courtside with Joe Morelli. Joe Morelli, of course, the head boys basketball beat writer for Game Time CT in the Hearst Connecticut Media Group, and I'm your host, Sean Patrick Boley and welcome, welcome. At the top of the show, you heard some of the key games from this past week and actually Monday night. Uh, first, we start off with Kazel Stewart, who we had on last week, talking about their uh, big—they b- busted out to a big lead over Wilbur Cross on the road in New Haven— the number eight ranked Falcons Stewart took over in the fourth quarter and they beat Cross to stay unbeaten. So I guess the answer to the question there is Prince tech is for real, at least in, in division two for the boys basketball tournament. I don't know if anyone's going to beat them the rest of the way. And then of course you heard some of the scene up there at Waterbury career Academy on Friday night, where Nick O'Jelly finally gets his 700th career victory. You heard a little bit from him talking about the, about, you know how he how they got to that point and how those kids responded with a big fourth quarter there to pull away heard a little bit from Justin Davis as well and Joseph how are you what's going on an eventful week in boys basketball what yeah. can you say what can you say about last night first of all you were there you hadn't seen Prince Tech we had him on last week you talked to him I did a little video did a little story we, we, we were we were overflowing with Prince Tech stuff because in anticipation that if they weren't really for real we'd at least had, had mentioned them
2: but they showed up yeah, I, listen. I think, I think there were people in New Haven who were curious about seeing. Yeah, Prince it was tech. like a little oddity. Yeah, I think. But, but listen, people look at the the history of the uniform. Creob Cross with its fourteen state championships, Prince Tech with none, a tech school. I mean, they still had the label, even though they're sixteen to zero now. They have the label, and it's until they beat more quality teams. But I mean, they went out over Cross, and that's saying something. I don't care. But I think Princeton was the better team. They get off to an eighteen to two lead. They had to withstand a great comeback by Cross. I mean, Derek Grant scored. Derek Grant was yeah, great. Yeah, it was fifteen points in the third and twenty seven overall. But you know, like I said, he went. They went to the meal ticket. I mean, they have a go to guy in Kael Stewart, and Cross doesn't have somebody like that. I mean, he's a he's six five. He's a man child, and that in high school basketball. These days, you can dominate with a couple of guys. With him and Tyshawn Jackson, they have enough pieces to go deep into tournaments. I don't know if they could win Division Two, but we'll worry they're about that for a later yeah, yeah, They're they a contender, yeah. They are, obviously, there's a top seed, but let's we'll say that for later day. I think they're going to go undefeated in the regular season, for sure. I mean, they got Weaver and so Basic and Basic were going to destroy last night. I think, I'm pretty pretty good. I could not. see them going undefeated. And, and the, the interesting thing, at least here's the thing they were able to withstand the effort from Cross down 20 at halftime to cut it to three. The crowd is into it, and they were able to withstand it and move on for a win. And that says something about a program and a team that can be able to do that.
1: Interesting that they were they were focused solely on Stewart, and then Jackson just tore him up in the first half, right?
2: Well, yeah, it was da- it was Jackson. It was I mean, they were basically doubling him or surrounding him, and guys were just open from the perimeter. It's like bing, bing And they were bing, just bing. knocking him down. Yeah, and then it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's... I don't know how guys can not be ready to play, but that's what Kevin Walton said, and I just I'm, I'm, I'm like stunned that. Yeah, this was an, an opportunity. Undefeated team. I mean, it's. An, I don't care if it doesn't have Hillhouse uniform. You, you gotta be ready, and that doesn't say much for Cross to be have not been ready to play. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, look, it just doesn't. I know you're absolutely right. I know, like
1: it, they're a novelty kind of almost. I mean, you know, if you're a New Haven kid. You don't really care too much about the Harvard kids. I mean, the Harvard kids all care about Harvard when they go out. They're like, sure, hey. you know, you could see that a little bit. But you know, given the fact that we had done stuff on, I don't know how much these kids see this stuff. I'm sure Kevin said, "Listen, these, these guys want to come in here. And they want to. They want to prove something to to everybody." And so you guys got to show up and be Wilbur Cross and be like, ah, not not in this gym. Um, but that that certainly didn't happen. That was a stunning, stunning. where they were well.
2: Like, they spent a lot of time in the locker room after Cross. So yeah. I, I'm sure they talked about. I mean, maybe you know, who knows what. I I think Cross recovers from this. Obviously, it's only one game. They got Hill House. They've got Notre Dame left, but they can drop a couple more games and be a dangerous team in the middle of Division One. But this is about Prince Tech again. I think they go undefeated in the regular season. I think KCL Stewart is for real. Mm. The team is for real. And as I said earlier, you these days back, unlike the days way back and way back or. Even ten years ago, you can win with two players. Yeah, you have it's it's the game is watered down enough with the, the best players going to prep school that you can win with those kind of players. And Prince Tech is for real, y'all. Yeah, it's that simple. <laughs> that. They are for real. They're a good team. If you have a chance to see them, go see them. Yeah, I, I would. I would totally agree with you. And go in division and in division two, as we talked about last week, it's stacked. So yeah. if, if they win division two, they're yeah. legit. Period. Yeah, you're talking about a Prince Tech team that. Uh, you know beat a, a
1: team that's going to be competing in the Division 1 tournament in Wilbur Cross so I mean like, right. mean they may be even up there with some of the other Division
2: 1 teams Well, Basic like and Weaver they're playing are on the road I think or one of them is at home yeah. or both are home they're Division one. all those teams. Right, so... Well, no, I'm sorry, Weaver's too, I think. Well, anyway, but... I mean, no one
1: has any illusions of them, you know, l- let's say we drop them in Division one tomorrow, no one thinks they're going to be who win Division one. I mean, the, the somebody, key, ha-
2: somebody, I won't say who, somebody did ask me, could it? I said, listen, I think it would be very tough. Yeah, it would be very tough. I mean, you win a game at, or two, but it would be really yeah, hard. Yeah, well,
1: like Windsor and East Catholic in there, and, you know, it's taking hard. I mean, listen, I... It, Division, one is, division one is to the point where if you win two games, you, listen, you're legit
2: because that's hard. What have I said in the show and told you? I mean, only the best can win four or five games yeah. in that field. It's just – they've made – it listen, everybody talks about, out a tournament, five divisions, this sucks, this, yeah, this yeah. shouldn't be this, <laughs> this team shouldn't be here, and we've done it, and I – but Division One is Division One. Right. And that's that was the, the best part about this. Like the old Division One back in the 2000s before they get rid of that system because teams were manipulating the system. Those Division One Yeah. Those Division Ridgefield. One game, Divi- <laughs> yeah, div- those Division tournaments. That one and this one are the best. Yeah. I just wish there were more teams in one. But hey, 24 it, is fine. It we'll do really, whatever. it really stinks. I mean, not to get on this the train a bit. It really
1: stinks that you're playing a Division One tournament. And it's almost like the NCAA. If you, like, win one game, it's, like, a big deal, especially if you're, like, you know, a smaller or, you know, maybe not as good. If you win a, one game in Division One, that's a big deal. They should play this whole tournament Division One in, in Mohegan Sun that just a <laughs> whole week or two weeks. That would be Imagine tremendous. Imagine that. I bet you they'd get some really good crowds. Oh, my God. It'd be like a showcase, you know. It'd be insane. Imagine playing at Mohegan Sun every night. Or maybe at least, you know, maybe start, like, Central or, you know, play them in big gyms uh, where at least, like, you're in Division I, You're you're, like, you feel like you're in, in the NCAA tournament because that's what this is basically what it is what division one is yes compared division division two is almost not quite but it's like the
2: nit almost you know Uh, no 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 let's let's (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm only gonna make this point we're not gonna start a 20-minute conversation this because we could go for days yeah imagine if you took the schools of choice and put them in their own division what would division one be like uh it would be great (laughs) it would still be great yeah you think no, not as good. Look at East Catholic. No, no, East, no. I agree. Take them all. I agree. NFA, I, I want. NFA would have to be out. I mean, they. I that's want. to me is why the tournament is great because you have everybody in. Yeah, there. I, I, I'm. I'm with you. I like the
1: fact that the, the Catholic schools and the, the choice quote unquote schools play. The other big double L's that are good programs and L's and stuff like the Hill House. There's a lot of people who that. disagree with us, that's right? Fine. They do, and I but I want to see Hill House play. We'll have Renard Sutton, the Hill House coach, on for his second appearance on the Jim Early podcast. Yeah, he was he was our first guest. He was our first guest, and we're going to have him. I mean, we can ask, ask him it. that question because uh, I'm, I, I, know, we know we, we know, know what the he's going to say. He wants to play the best, yeah. That
2: is that is how you have to play Wings this. Academy out of the Bronx on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, he, they want to play. They want. I think if he had his li- if he had his druthers. He would play less SEC games and play more yeah. of these. He would. He would. He yeah. would play at school a schedule like Prince Tech. What did he coach say last week? They played 12 games or 10 play, games yeah, in 10 the, games. the league and 10 outside? Yeah, oh, That's the question I want to ask. Yeah, right, we'll, we'll have him on in a little bit. Anyway, We're, go through the top 10. Yeah, coaches. let's just
1: go quickly go through the top 10. Um, number one is Windsor. They got 20 first-place votes. They're 12-3. and three. Uh, They had to race away the other night, uh, Monday night, against, uh, against New Britain. Uh, that was a pretty close game, fifty all after after three quarters. Keep playing
2: the level of the competition. Yeah, it's, it's gonna it's, bite this team if they don't play like they're supposed to. Sorry. Yeah, just every and, then, and it's nothing against New Britain or against Middletown or against Bristol Central. This is the best team. They don't always play like it. Yeah, they they play to their competition. And if the competition is those and those are good teams they all be. And they beaten them all. And Hill House too. But they're the best team. They just don't always play right like it and it, maybe it's hard maybe it's easy for us to sit here and say that but anyway yeah
1: well you look at the Bristol Central uh, score 75 it was a close close game uh against uh, uh and the and the and the Rams but uh you know you, you look at East Catholic East Catholic <laughs>
2: blew them out of the water the week before so you, you kind of scratch and look, at, your head I I look bit. at East Catholic who their scores have been yeah. They've been mad at teams. Oh, yeah. At, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look out. Sacred uh, S- Heart's up to, like, 119 now, I think. Sick, number three, Team Sacred yeah, Heart. Yeah, number three this is Sacred Heart. East
1: Catholic's number two, 14-1. They are cr- they crushed Hope, Rhode Island, 71-29. to 29. I, I don't think they'll be playing that game again. Uh, number three is Sacred Heart, 14-0. Yeah, it's like 119 or whatever many games. Yeah. I th- I swear I think that they're going to lose before the N- NBL tournament, but I, it's getting, it's getting down them, to it. I I. Nogatuck? In my
2: notes, I mentioned the, five, the four remaining undefeated teams, and the only one I think is going to lose, I think, is Nogatuck's going to Yeah, yeah
1: Maybe. Well, that's going to be a big and one. I'm sure Jacob Howell
2: will use that as motivation, and you know what? Hey, listen, they, they've been they've been in the top dog for a long time, and if it continues, it continues, but this is Nogatuck's shot. NFA,
1: number four, all the way up there. They jumped up from number five. Northern doing their thing out, out there in, uh, uh, yeah, they jumped over Notre uh, which lost their first game last week to Hamden. Right. Uh, but I've kind of since bounced back. They beat BASIC last night. Yeah, BASIC
2: is a kind of a shadow of itself.
1: Yeah, right now, uh, number five. So, number five is Notre Dame. NFA still doing their thing. The ECC have really anxious to see what they're all about. Uh, number six, Immaculate. Same thing as NFA. Doing their thing in the SWC. They beat back Newtown. Just uh, keep winning. Yeah, with some free throws. Uh, Diego Echeverria. Uh Yep. come clutch, clutch basket, and then they beat Binell in which overtime. Is, you know, in overtime, they're still doing their thing. I mean, they don't, uh, they don't, you know, they don't win with style points. Immaculate, never have, but they just get the job done. That's what they're doing right now. Number seven, Hillhouse, bouncing back uh, after their their loss uh, from the week before. They beat Guilford, they beat Law, then they play Wings Academy in in New York, uh, and the they won that game yep. in the Bronx, right? 65-61. Of course, number eight, French Tech, we just talked about Nagaduck. Uh, doing their thing. It's a collision course with Sacred Heart at this at this point, and then Northwest Catholics still lying in the weeds there. We lost they their, we lost their second game to Simsbury. yeah, they did lose their second game the, in the Simsbury, which uh, yikes. No, right, well, a couple notable. But g- still a dangerous team. It's still
2: number ten, so that's you know. Couple notable games. I'll just do mine first. Tremble St. Joe's. The atmosphere. It'll be the last time that they've been playing at Alumni Hall. The boys and the girls doubleheader for now six seasons, and it was a great atmosphere. I mean, it was all, this the stands on the. You know, because the one side of the baseline was was pretty full, yeah. and it was nice to have a crowd. It was, an, everybody was into it, and it was a great, a back and forth game. And it was not, was a lot of defense played, but and, and Trumbull and won, and obviously St. Joe's was affected because they lost by thirty last night to Ludlow. Yeah, so um, unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's hard to figure out the F C. Ward I think, I think, Ludlow, I and think Trinity Catholic is going to be the team with this new addition. I think they're playing well. I think they're going to end up being the best team. What's but that about in the NFCAC? We were trying to figure out who's. New addition, though? Well, the kid transferred in, and the guard, I, I forget his name. We, I forget who came in, but he, since he's been on the floor, they've won all their games. I can't think of who it is. I'm I'm, I'm drawing a complete blank. <laughs> you really should have his name. Yeah, thank but, you. <laughs> it's okay. All right, well, we'll keep an I eye on I
1: them. I know I should, but hey, I'm sorry. Rah. We'll keep an eye on them. Just quickly on... Uh, uh, Crosby. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just quickly on uh, Nick Jelly. I... I, I tried to take a ski trip last week and it was not cooperating up there in Vermont. It was rain, rain, rain. Oh, you happening. went up? Yeah. Now it's uh, now it's dumping snow up there as we're getting rained on. But it was it was I only got four runs in it over two days. I had to get my refund. But I am like, well, Friday was a dud. I came back and I, when I got home, I'm like, you know what's going? Oh, look at this. Crosby's still going for 700. Let me go check that up. And sure enough, I showed up and he wins it. So that's great. Good job by them. It was a nip and tuck game. Great little atmosphere. That gym is really tiny at, at Waterbury Career Academy. Someone in someone there was telling me that they didn't intend to have sports at WCA. And then at the last minute was like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's do varsity sports. And the gym was just like, it's a bandbox. It's like Sacred Heart. You know, it's tiny. And uh, it was a good crowd. Uh, they, were, they were fundraising for one of their students, I believe it was Cancer. Um, and, uh, you know, the WCA gave, which is only kind of a middling team, seven and eight at the time, uh, gave Crosby a little bit of a run, but then once Justin Davis, and those guys got going, man, they were, they were just on fire. They, they used a 10-0 run to kind of take control of the fourth quarter and that was it. And Nick Argele finally had his 700th win. And the question afterwards, was, oh, you're going to, you going to catch Vito. And uh, and here's what uh, Nick Ajelli had to say about that.
0: That's what I have to worry about for another 15 years, which I won't be around. <laughs> I don't know. Vito has uh, 832. That's a lot of wins. That's like another 10, 15 years. I don't know. Listen, if I have a team like this with the players, they, they are the best group of players I've coached in a long time. They're just great kids. Sometimes on the court, they do make stupid mistakes. They don't listen, but they're
1: Yeah, I mean, what? Well, how, how old? is Nick now? He's about to be about, about seventy three. Seventy three years old. Mm-hmm. You you think he's got another? I mean, it only took him like what? Uh, what seven years or so to to when was
2: like when he had? When to, he, he won them. I was there for number six hundred. He won it in the 14. state tournament of fourteen. Right. So, so five six years, years. Six later. years. I mean, he, he, keep, he keeps saying no matter how many times we ask him, uh, are you going to be around for the? Uh, yeah. He, he would said, have to go
1: to his he would probably have to go to his early eight, another 10 as he said 10 15 years to catch feet i i don't know man I, it really depends on how you know how you're feeling at that point in your life and you know and it just seems like ah 15 I don't know if I'm gonna be around anymore kind of give us a little wig you never know with these guys you know they. if you're if your mind is willing and your body's willing and you're up to getting up every
2: day and it just brings you life well, like you he said for he, it. he's he's gonna make that decision on his own yeah
1: now, we're not. We're not putting any pressure on on Coach Joe. I, I think stretcher. he's
2: earned the right, like Bob Demille, North Haven baseball, to go out when he wants. And it's again, I, I it. he'd have to. He'd be in his 80s by the time um, he got there. Right. But so. as you saw, we wrote about it. Um, Vito offered congratulations. They did face each other once in the uh, 2010 state tournament. Mm, yeah. Uh, St. Joe's beat them on the way to the state championship. No, they, no. that was the year they lost oh, to, Central. at Central to, to Hill House. That, I, That's right. And uh, you and I were there. Yeah. We were competing at that time. Yeah, with d- different Amazing. papers. Yes, uh, that was a long time ago. But um, it's... but and congrats to Nick. I mean, I've known Nick a long time. He was a register state coach of the year back when in those glory days in 0405. And oh man, uh, what great teams! He yeah. had with yeah. Anthony, Arden. when they faced with, and, and, when they had Trinity Catholic and and those guys. Those were some great finals at Central Connecticut. Oof. And but he's won. But he's like he said, he won a in Class L against Notre West Haven. He won Division One. Uh. Against Trinity, and he won class double L uh, against Trinity, I think. So he yeah, beat those, Trinity twice. Yeah. No and joke. That's pretty quick. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So.
1: so, yeah, he's had a legendary career. So, congratulations to him. It was really fun. And he was just glad to get it over with. You know, it's just they'd been knocking on the door for at least a week. And it was they thought they could beat Holy Cross. Holy Cross came back without some players, and they beat him. So, um, and then they lost his Sacred Heart the next day. And so finally, get that over with. He actually said he told his kids, he's like, let me just get it. I, guys, I
2: haven't mentioned this once, but I'd like to get this done before the season's over. Let's not lose the rest of our games. So, yeah, so now yeah. it's done, and now they can go focus yeah. on the NBL tournament and see if they can actually make some noise. They're right. in Division II, so and, go ahead. We're yeah. going to have a—
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, Leo, let's, let's talk to our good old buddy, uh, Renard from Hill House. Uh, they, they've had an interesting year, a couple point guards, so uh, let's bring him on and talk about his team this season.
2: Welcome back to the Courtside with Joe Morelli podcast. And uh, our first guest way back in December of 2018 is now a second-time guest. And we welcome back Hill House Coach Renard Sutton of the Hill House Academics. Uh, Coach, welcome to the program. How are you doing?
3: Good morning. How are you?
2: I- I'm, I'm doing, doing fine. Well. And, uh, yeah, you're 14 are 14-2. You got hand tonight as we're taping on Tuesday morning like we always do. And uh, let's talk about how the season has gone. We, we- – we, um, Had the Windsor game, the prep loss, but in the cross game. But you've had some interesting competition, good games, bad games. Just talk about how the season has gone uh, in in your opinion.
3: Um, I think it's it's been going up and down. Um, I say to my coaches and I say to the players often that we can actually still be a little better than we are right now. So I don't think we peaked yet. I'm hoping that we do. And – if we do it in this perfect timing at this point of the season,
2: um, last year was an, uh, was more up and down. I mean, you end up thirteen and eleven. You lost to Notre Dame West Haven four times, a team you don't play this year. Um, how much has the team learned from those experiences uh, to help you this year?
3: Well, last year we were young. Um, we didn't have too too many basketball varsity minutes. Um, under our belt, and and we were we weren't as strong as we are uh, mentally or physically um, now. So so, you know, just the change from last season to this season. Um, I think the kids are more focused and and um, more in unity, and that's that's a plus always.
2: Well, um, for fans, I, we, I wrote a story on Tejon Daniels from Hill House, the guard. Um, a long line of great point guards has come through the program. If you've followed Hill House for years, you know who I'm talking about, Freddie Wilson, Andre Anderson, who's now an assistant coach on the team. Just talk about what Tejon Daniels has meant to your program and a couple of the other guys who have uh, helped, like Sincere Lash and, uh, and Alexander Scott, what they've meant to help you guys get where you are, ranked number seven in the current Game Time CT poll. Well,
3: John's maturity um, his maturity is what what takes him um, to the next level um he just means so much to the program he's, he's, he's the backbone right now of the program and and um you know his his side his sidekicks for the most part um sincere lash and, and and Evan um Scott um those guys compliment him well.
2: And I've, I'm pushed, I got it wrong. I have got it wrong a couple of days. Evan Scott Alexander. I'm not having a good day with names, Coach. I, 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 I forgot who the Trinity Catholic guard was before you came on. I'm not having a good day. It's it's called a what do they call it? Senior moment when we get to our
3: age, Renard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's Alexander Scott.
2: It is. Yeah. I had I had it right originally. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, um, he's had a great no, I'm sorry, but he's had a great year. He's really been able to compliment him well, as you said. Um, what did you get out of the Wings Academy game
3: uh, on Saturday bringing the team up from the Bronx? I mean, wow, that was a good game. Um, you know, some people come up to me and say, oh, you had these guys come up. Um, you're trying to get beat, and, and you know, in a sense, it's funny that someone says that's because I believe with those few games that we do have to select select from, um, I think they should be games that that's going to be challenging um, to have you prepared for tournament time. And so when when we go out to try and find those teams, we we try and find teams that we feel can possibly beat us. You know the um, basics, the Windsors, the Wings Academies, um, and 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 we just take it as that.
2: You know, it's funny we were Sean and I were talking on, on the f- first segment about. Hill House, all those years when Teddy, when Tom Fleming was a coach, when Kermit Carolina preceded you, and, and even before that, they always elected to play up in Double L. That was something they always do. Now in Division One, you haven't had to do that. You're in. The, I mean, there are teams that shy away from the competition. Hill House has never has done that. And you alluded to it already. How important is it for, to play those teams as many as you can to get ready for what is a stacked Division One state
3: tournament? Well. I mean, you alluded to it earlier. You know, having great guards, man. You know, um, yep. the Greg Joneses and and the, and the the Freddie Wilsons and the Kwame McCarters yep. and those guys. You know, um, you want to put those guys on the biggest stage, man, and and have first of all have them get the um experience of playing at a high level of competition. Um, you want them to get the exposure for the most part, you know, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a fan of AAU. Um, Some of the things that AAU um, have for the kids can help them. I believe, you know, somehow, you know, all of us is not good. I mean, but you know, all high school basketball is not good as well. I mean, you judge however you want to judge, but, um, but you know, just, just having those guys and, and wanting to be, a, a player's coach and have them get the exposure because a lot of them anticipate in which they did playing basketball after high school so you know you kind of you kind of want to give those guys the respect of having them on um, battle tested as well as as playing against good coaches you know
2: I'm looking at the, the poll and all right Windsor you played this year East Catholic you played last year Sacred Heart you lost in the tournament a couple years ago NFA you beat on the way to the 17 title, I believe it was, even West Haven, you played them four times last year. I mean, and there's so many teams. I mean, Cross is in there. I mean, this is so many good teams. How much harder is it to win at this tournament than it maybe was to win some of the ones you did win because everybody's in uh, Division One, Or do you think it's similar?
3: Well, I kind, I kind of like it. Well, I, mean, I know you the like Division it. One, <laughs> the Division One is loaded. Um you know if if if, if we were division 2 and had the opportunity to play up in division 1 I, I would go up there. Right. Um um and and wait a minute I want to check myself. I it would be remiss of me if I didn't mention um Pop Douglas who, who yes. delivered to and, and grandpa two, and, and and Andre Anderson who yes. went to the championship every year. So so you know it's it's um it's funny, man, that um, when they made these divisions, they made them I think um, really really strong, and it's probably it's probably too many divisions. Oh, yeah. but, um, Don't get me started but, but, on that, coach. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's still it's still good basketball all the same, I guess, man.
1: I, I guess the question here is is like so now you 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 put all these legacy programs programs very proud they're very good lots of city programs lots of good Catholic school programs there's only one title you know and there's only one mohican son only one of you guys can go there does that take does that does that make it a little bit tough I mean uh the fact that you guys aren't you're all proud programs you're not going to collect titles there's only gonna to be one every year does that make it tougher I mean is that harder I, mean, I don't know
2: harder to
3: accept uh, yeah. you, if you don't get to mohegan well, <laughs> well, um, Coach Carolina, um, I was I was his assistant, Coach Coach Tyree Sullivan, who's the head coach out in West Haven now. Right. I was his head coach, and we we laugh about it. We tease each other about um, the Hill House legacy, and and we kind of put it in the sense of you you create a monster, now you have to feed the monster. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 um. And the people are standing around making sure the monster gets fed. So it's it's hard um, being a New Haven high school head coach. I don't care what building you're in, but um, but the expectations over here is is probably um a little more magnified.
2: Well, when you well,
0: go, go ahead, ahead well, go well, ahead.
2: When, you, when you've won 24 state championships, that's the case. Go ahead. Go no, ahead.
3: what I was gonna say is they.
1: You you know what I think would be great, Coach, is if. Because Division One is so stacked, you should play the semifinals at uh, Mohegan. What do you think about that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that would like the be, Final that, Four. That, that, it'd be like that, the, that would be nice. Coach, it'd be that, like the Final Four, nice. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be nice. Um, I wish I could be in one of those games. Yeah. Um. But but in in all honesty, man, you know, I think Connecticut doesn't doesn't do high school basketball as proper. Um, okay. Do. Proper so justice. what would
2: you do differently?
3: Um, You know, you look at New York basketball and yep. you have these schools come up from New York. I mean, think about it, Joe. We've had Mount Vernon. We've had Cardinal Hayes. We've had the Paul Robersons, We've had um the Wings Academies. Right. And, I mean, Connecticut has some good basketball. Not just saying Hill House, but when you look at Windsor, who represents the state of Connecticut well, as well as Sacred Heart, um, and, and you know these programs, we go to these places out of state, and we, you know, um, the, um, the the back in the day weavers—they've they, been struggling lately, but they're still a creditable program. And 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 you just you want to see things competitive all year round. I wish I had the opportunity to pick all of my games.
2: I know um, we were talking about that.
3: Yep. Yeah. That, that schedule. That schedule. My schedule would would be sick, but to say that I would like to see with the private schools now the catholic schools the private schools that can get players from anywhere and have them playing in the CIAC even though they're not considered the prep school level you would you would want like new york city you have the private school um oh tournament God. you have the public school tournament then you have the champions of the champions yeah and and and, and you know you start building um, up the reputation of Connecticut being a basketball state. I mean, it's it's a small market here, and and the kids have to to really really put themselves out there and do well. Um, so so you know it's so, so it's what just you're something that I, I would want. To see. So
2: you what you're saying is you want to see the schools a choice in their own division,
3: and then play them after. That's what he said. And then saying? play them after. And then play them after. Not just you know because you still would love to get a crack at that but um you know stuff like that the shot clock you know stuff like that yeah and it's it's um you know you should have it they they you stole the ball you get booed when when it's a part of basketball if there's no shot clock
1: right so well yeah you know, i and the other thing about that i don't think i don't think the the i know mean, i know the cic is kind of their hands tied because it, it if they want to go to a shot clock they have to completely kind of break away from the nfhs and they don't want to do that uh, to a certain extent but uh And also, but but the colleges play with a shot clock and and you got to learn how to do that. You you know, you got to be involved with that. I I don't see why, you know, the, the
3: go ahead. I believe you would have, I believe you would have to want to have some consideration for the, the kid that's going to play basketball after high school. You know, I, I said it earlier. You, you kind of got to realize it's for the the student athlete. It's not for some, you know, organization person to feel like, yeah, just, just, you know, wanna call a shot like that when you're talking about a kid's um future at hand and, and um it should be one unless you're saying pretty much that it's really not about the student athlete it's um nothing really.
1: Right, I mean, I understand where they are all coming from. Who's going to do it? Who's going to have the money? But, and there already is a shortage of you know referees. Already switching games and days around so they can maximize the amount of referees they do have. So I know that's all a consideration. I mean, somehow they got to figure that out. And I agree with you. But um, so you you were uh, you were at the, the Prince Tech uh, Cross game last night. You know, just kind of looking statewide as we we head down to the final uh, you know few weeks of the season. What do you, what are you seeing out there? I mean, you played Windsor. Like you played these teams. You've been around what do you what do you, what's what's look, who's looking good out there coach? In your mind well who's going to be the competition
3: wow in division one yeah man you probably was probably about 10 teams man wow <laughs> um <laughs> i'm i'm gonna um you know you you got to be careful with a question like that you make a mistake like yeah i know you i know, you, I know. but just make... mention and you you don't mention somebody and then the next yeah. year you know <laughs> You're getting a phone call, so I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say it's gonna be very, very competitive um and when you said something about the referees, I hope they have um good referee boards um and crews on those games because they're gonna be some serious games yeah and and um and um you know you just you throw the ball up and and uh, find out what's going on after thirty two minutes, hopefully well, um.
2: No. Well, since Prince Tech is in Division Two and you don't face them, what were your thoughts? Yeah, what'd you think?
3: Well, um, that's a good basketball team. I wish I could have had the opportunity of playing them. I didn't know, um, that they were as good as they were. I I've seen Caselle, you know, growing growing up, mm-hmm. you know, being at summer league and and right. AAU basketball games, watching them come up through the ranks. So it was just good to see him. Good to get a chance to go out and um represent the city um you know hope they could get a win as well as as see um how that cross would play against a a team like that
2: yeah i mean it was i mean everybody still looks at the 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 name on the uniform well not theirs because they only have prints but um the tech and they just think they're just a tech school well they're they're a lot more than that like you said i mean they're they're a very good program they're willing to play anybody anywhere it sounds like hill house and as they mentioned last week, we had him on the podcast last week, Bernard, and uh, not everybody always reciprocates and goes back and goes and plays them. you know, you guys are the team like a couple years ago. You played East Catholic basically on the road. You played Basic on the road. You played Windsor on the road, and and Bassic and Windsor reciprocated. I guess East Catholic was just because of the was the one tournament. So you like to play teams on the road. That's you like those hostile atmospheres because it gets you ready for the tournament.
3: Yeah, I, I wish I could have. Um... I'm the chance to play them, man. That, like I said, um, and then and then you still you get people who who, who want to judge them from the league that they play in exactly. and, and things. Like that. But like I say, I had known a couple of kids, like the Jackson kid, his brother um, plays up here against Alberta a couple a little while ago, right? And yeah, like for, in for, place for like Cal- plays for Jim for So you know, yeah. so 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 you know, just knowing that you're gonna go see a good game. I mean, Prince Tech, that that's a half gene pool still. Yeah. So I mean, some kids, some you know, some basketball players are going to be there. It's just that you know you you're blessed when you can get four or five of them there all at one time. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, Renard Sutton from Hill House joining us on the program. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. Um, again, we've talked about some of your former point guards, but Raekwon Clark. Uh, a member of the uh, 13th state championship, came out like gangbusters in that tournament. and The game he had against Bridgeport Central was still one of the great games Mm. I've ever seen and great defensive performances I've ever seen shutting out Bridgeport Central in the third quarter. Again, I'm long-winded, but he became Long Island University's all-time leading scorer on Saturday. Um, And Ty Flowers from Sacred Heart, if you remember him from those teams, grab twenty seven rebounds, which is a Northeast Conference record. Just talk about what Ray Kwan Clark has done since he's left Hill House and how that helps build the Hill House
3: brand. Well, in basketball terms where we are, requires a dog, man. You understand? Um we are so proud of what Ray Kwan has accomplished. His road was a long, tough road. I mean, when he left, even though he graduated out of here and he did one prep year at, at um trinity Pauly. he still wasn't you know looked upon as one of those high level basketball guys right. we would watch we would watch raekwon work so hard to become the player that he is now the person that he is now he was always a wonderful student um and um you know just just to work on himself personality wise his his, his physical um body and 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 you know we're just happy man and and I, I mean he deserves it yeah I'm, I'm not surprised by it
2: um you know yeah i like i said I remember how much he meant to that program I mean he came out I mean basically came out of nowhere for you guys because he was coming off the bench and wasn't being used that much with that was your Bobby biome and, and and andre Anderson was your back core and you beat prep fairfield prep and he did he come out of nowhere basically back in thirteen or just you kind of took the hinges off of him if I remember correctly you, you unleashed him to the world.
3: Well, when he came when he came in the program, he had size, so we kind of utilized him as dirty work. Um, you know, just going in there and do all the junkyard stuff. Right. Um, and 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 over the course because he was a good athlete, but over the course of the years, um, you know, we we kind of wanted to move him. From under the basket to the perimeter. Um he worked he worked so hard on his ball handling skills. So over the course of the years, just learning his basketball IQ and um and his hard work, man, he he just developed himself into being um a dog, man. And 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 like I say, you know, a lot of people think things like that just fall into your lap, a lot of these kids. But Ray Quan, um, a gym rat, um, he's in the park. He, he's 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 working on his body always and he stayed in the books man he did everything that he had to do to accomplish what he's accomplishing now and i don't think it's over do you think he goes overseas um i believe i honestly believe he can get professional money
2: well that's great that's exactly what you want our uh, house coach renard Sutton joining us uh as you said you're hoping you're peaking in a couple weeks what are teams gonna be expecting when they see Hill House? What do you think teams are expecting? What are you hoping the teams see out of out of your club and fans
3: um, come March? Um, me and the coaching staff still feel like we're at C plus. <laughs> um, if 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 we can get if we can get to B, I think we'll be really really tough, man. Um, the guys. They work hard they play together um and and they they've had an off-season experience you know we played a tough um fall league as well down at um coach deSantis down in um bridgeport and um so you know we feel like we're battle tested um we, we we feel like we can get better and we just hope um like i said from the beginning we just hope that we peak when we need to is the uh the if we can get to a b if we can get to a b if we can get to a b, we to a b we'll be really really good anybody you're
1: looking to step up to get to that b any, any maybe some guys in the front court or or you know who are you looking at to maybe chip in there
3: well what we're expecting a little bit more from um sincere lash mm-hmm. um um changing changing emmanuel brown out to start a lineup for um Jaden satchel mm-hmm. um a senior um, him and him and Sincere kind of split the duties of what we're expecting from that one position that Sincere is at. So we're expecting um Sincere to to really start to um turn the corner.
2: Well,
1: is, yeah, go ahead. You, 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 you know, I was gonna just say, is where where do you see the? I mean, you guys are obviously in the mix in the SEC, Notre Dame there. Yeah, I mean, Hamden maybe you know they're, they're still. In the, I mean, is it a, how wide open is the SEC uh, tournament coming up? I don't
3: know. I think um, I don't think I spoke to Joe about it earlier in the season. I don't think it's as wide open as as people may think. I mean, anybody can luck up, right? Luck up or 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 um, stumble on on win, but for the most part, um, it's probably top, heavy, strong with maybe about four, four yeah, teams. I would agree with that.
2: And Hill House is going to be one I of I would them. think so. Hill House <laughs> is going to be one of them. Hill House coach Bernard Sutton, thank you for joining us on the uh, Courtside Podcast. Great to uh, have you, Coach. Uh, yeah, As for always. the second time, and I'm sure we'll be seeing you very, very soon with cross b- game next week. So thank you, and good luck the rest of the way.
3: All right, fellas, thanks. All right, All Coach. Right. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.
2: So, Joe? Well, listen, I have I, known him a long time. And, you know, having again, my my roots are with the New Haven Register uh, before Hearst Connected Media. And, um, you know, it's a proud program. I mean, I, I kind of came in when they were starting to build back toward that level of invincibility, that level of excellence. I mean, they've won what? In the last 13 years, they won how many? One, two, three, five state championships yeah. and two other finals. That's a lot. Yeah. And, and regardless of whether – you think oh, you know this or that about them? You still gotta be able to get there. You can have all the talent in the world, but you have to be able to get to a final. And and they did it in the highest level every single time. And we've talked about Sekhar and Treaty Catherine being class S, and it's no disrespect, but it's not the same thing. And they've been able to do it in the highest level all the time. Now, Division One now is as stacked as it was. They won a Division One championship when it was 06, when they had the great team that went undefeated, twenty-seven and zero. Ari Alec and, and Chas McCartney who's now the uh, head coach at Gateway uh, Community College, and they're having a great season. But and, and it says something to have that kind of excellence, Sean. And you, you've seen it from you've seen it when, when you were at the Bridgeport Schools when they were great. And to be in the highest level and get those state championships, it means a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the the type of Hill House team. It's you know, it's not especially star studded. You know, no, I'm not sure. How. This is not on the elite. I don't no, think it's the I'm,
2: elite team, but it could get right. Can Here, they win it? Yes. Here's
1: where I'm. Here's what I see. Okay. I, I, I think this team is going to make a major move. You're, once it becomes March, it's they just turn on another gear somehow. They find like he's saying C plus right now. If they can get to a B, I, I don't know if they get to an A. I don't know if they're built like that. They have the two guards, but the guards do great. And they're going to be a factor in this. Yes. Uh, no question. Uh, I, I feel like they're going to come up against one of these heavyweights. Maybe knock off one. I don't know about the top two. But you're going to see. But they can obviously do it. They can. I don't, but And they're going to knock somebody off. And then they're going to take one of those top teams. And they're going to face them at some point. Maybe in the quarterfinals. Maybe in the semifinals. They're going to put together an, an all-time effort. And maybe just come up
2: short. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, or win it. But... Well, I haven't taken a great look at the brackets yet, and I will, I mean, but I, I did notice one thing. Windsor, because of those three losses in Florida, is eighth. So, F- Windsor is sitting there mm-hmm. right. at eight, seven, eight. Right. They're coming into your gym right. in the second round, possibly, or you're coming to them. I mean, NFA is the one. Windsor is the eight. Windsor goes, Windsor plays NFA neutral court. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, again, I, I the NFA is having a great year. What I'm saying to you is, it's Windsor in that middle versus a, as a, East Catholic was going to be at the top, or, it's a different thing. But Hillhouse is going to be in that mix. Yeah, they're going to have maybe one more loss, probably not eighteen and two. That you know, it's, they, it's, it's they're very they, good. They, they can compete with anybody. They can compete with anybody. We saw that against Windsor, a game they should have won that they blew down the stretch in Windsor Road. Again, it's going to be very hard for anybody to win four games in this tournament yeah. or five games. Yeah. But you're going to be the best if you're the last one standing.
1: Yeah. Uh I I would agree with that. I feel like this is one of those Hill House teams where it's a little maybe underappreciated. Yeah. I mean, they haven't got to that point yet. They haven't given you a reason to like go oh, wow, you know, you gotta check this guy these guys out. Not that type of team. Um they're definitely a lunch pail team. Um and they're definitely gonna give somebody a run for their money and yeah, this uh, is not makes and they're gonna scare the hell out of somebody in like the semifinals.
2: He mentioned like. Pop Doug. This is not that team when, <laughs> no. when he had um um Breeland and right, and, they were just and, so
1: stacked in the front court, and then they had the guards d- around yeah, them, they, that know?
2: was the best team in the state, and they were coming off the year they beat Weaver in that foul fest game and um in the state final and uh I think it's not there, but can they get there
1: right? Well, that's why, why I not? asked them I mean, that's why
2: I said like you know these
1: guys in the front I mean they're kind of they you know they're not as dom- obviously not as dominant as like you know the uh trages and the, and the you know Christian Adams of the world. But um, Christian obviously was a swingman, but you know what I'm saying. Like they don't have that dominant presence. If they, if those guys start playing confident and they play, you know, strong and up front, I, I think you're going to see them go pretty far away. Could they get the Mohegan? I think so. What, would I? Would I put
2: money? In? Uh, I I'm not so sure. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll do those predictions at somebody. But listen, we're going to. It depends and... on how the bracket.
1: Fit out. So what what are we looking at for the rest of the week, Joseph? Oh, or- well, first of all, okay,
2: here we go. <laughs> you know, I have my senior moment. It's Malcolm Newman who's been the guy okay. for Trinity Catholic, and and it, I think he makes seems to make a difference for that team. Again, right now, Richfield is still the number one in because they only have the one loss, all right? So, but again, it's it's, it's that's that's going to be an interesting battle in the F Again, as you've mentioned, there's no teams ranked. I mean, Richfield is your highest ranked team. They're kind of slowly moving up, but. I mean, Northwest Catholic lost to Simsbury, who's okay, and they didn't drop out. I think the voters are having a tough time figuring out, well, who really deserves to move up? Right. I mean, lime and Richfield are there and Tolland and Fitch. Not your traditional powers right, in the also receiving votes. I mean, Northwest Catholic is, hasn't been in the top ten in a while, but, again. Fitch
1: plays NFA what, uh, tonight, right? Yes, is they that? do,
2: and I think it's lost a little bit of luster with Fitch losing to Waterford, but, yeah, you know, oof. we'll see. I mean, hey, you know, Fitch can rise up and beat him, but what we're looking at for the week, I mean, I'm – Intrigued, old Matt Amistad, I like these. You're going to see a little bit more of these non-conference games now because the conference play is finishing because we haven't had bad weather. I think teams are not getting are not backed up. The weather actually looks good in the yeah. f- long-range forecast. We've been very lucky. I'm going to knock on my head for some wood and, and <laughs> hope f- it continues. Bad and, for and, skiers, and, 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 and but great for bad basketball Bad for skiers team. and bad for the springs. We'll probably have a lot of rain, so you baseball <laughs> and softball fans, you're going to be sitting home a lot. Um Again, Almastad is starting to play well like they did last year on this oh, yeah. time. They start, and oh, they're playing Old Lime and Old line plays them in Glastonbury in the same week. So Old Lime is trying to get themselves ready for the division five state tournament. If you remember they were a finalist last year, they got beat by innovation. Um they wanna to try to get back and they wanna win the shoreline conference as well they're undefeated in the Shoreline Conference. They only have the one loss to Waterford in double overtime. Xavier Hillhouse, we talked with Coach Renard Sutton. These are one of the games. Obviously, they you were at the game when the they had Xavier one, yeah. when they beat him and you know Xavier's going to want a little bit of revenge. They're not bad. They're coming off a loss to Fairfield I Prep. like Xavier.
1: I think Xavier if uh yeah. you know uh, two, like, I like their gu- I like their guards, you know, like KJ uh, Grisham. Um I think the what killed them in that game is they they it just Hillhouse just bolted off to they just got, got off to a hot start and they can't let uh you know they can't let the the guards you know have their way with them like last night. Other than that it was kind of an even game um for the most part but once Hillhouse got on that lead you know yeah, that, that burst that was tough so they need to play a little bit better defense and maybe knock down a few more shots. I mean they were trying. They were trying to match Hillhouse for point, point point. I don't know if they could do that. So that was kind of tough for
2: Xavier. and but, that game uh, will be in the little gym. It will not be in the fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh so interesting. Uh Ridgefield St. Joe's Friday. I talked about Ridgefield, we talked about St. Joe's. I mean I didn't expect them to lose by thirty to Fairfield Lolo, who lost by twenty-five to Fairfield Ward five days earlier. Or forty. It's it's crazy yeah, it's the, FCA. the FCA. As the FCAC turns, I do, I really don't know. I mean, like we said, Jeremy Treaty Catholic is the team, but will we'll, remains yeah. to be seen. And uh, kudos to Fairfield Prep. You know, they started off slow. They had that game against Notre Dame West Haven. They almost won. They beat Hillhouse. They've been hot. They beat Sellington. They've beaten a couple of teams. They're in the state tournament and they're at Notre Dame West Haven on Friday night. So I'm. Um, We'll see how Notre Dame plays really well at home. We'll see if it's, if every prep tries to play, tries to, you know, play slow it down possession style, you know, maximize their offensive possessions and see if they can keep Notre Dame from going crazy. But those are the games I'm looking at. We're, it's As you say, it's getting close. I mean, we're basically a little bit more than two weeks from the start of the postseason play. I can't wait. That that's this is
1: this is what I I love the postseason. I love it. It's, I love how it meant, I love I how do. it mirrors the NCAA tournament where you have the conference league championships. And yes, then you, then I do too. I, I love it. I, I love conference championship week. It should be great. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that, especially in the, in the CCC.
2: Yeah, I look forward to it. And I, I I like again that these you starting to see a couple of non conference games late that might give you an idea of how these teams are going to do in March
1: and uh yeah. Sets I, up a it sets up a nice storyline, you know, like last year East Catholic lost to Windsor, and that was the whole big storyline going into the Division One. Will, yeah. will they meet again? You know, stuff like that. I mean, we're, we're we got we got a few more
2: weeks to yeah, it's, go here. It's, it's going to be hard for somebody to beat those two teams, but I mean, is it possible? Sure, we've yeah. seen it. They we've might even end up
1: on the same side of the bracket. Maybe you think is that possible with Windsor? You know, again, that's tough.
2: Well, I would think they would. Determine that On league games I don't know I would have to think The CCC tournament Is based on league games Now No for no st- no for states I'm, I'm talking about states They're on the same side Right now Yeah which uh, Which ugh. means no. Actually buena. no 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 They're not No I apologize okay. They're not Because is the, the one I mean they could change Listen who, who knows it's, it's, it's too hard I would hate I think fans would love Hate this I know teams don't care because they, they want to do what's the easy, the best road oh, to get but them. they there. would want to play but them But if Easton and Mohegan, wins are on the same side in the semifinal, that would just, be tough. to me, it's that right now, until you beat those two teams, that's the game you want to see in Mohegan. If somebody beats them, hey, great. They should play that game in Mohegan. But let's make the Final Four. Oh, I think they're going to – Division I, one I, Final I, Four, Mohegan. I think Mohegan. The University of Hartford might be the place. Yeah. And that okay, place will sell out. That's It'll that's be 3,700. That's a great venue. We saw East Catholic and Hill House there, and place that's, sold out in the snow. People were – how hard it was to park. I oh remember how people, if you remember East, East Catholic and Hill House, the day it was snowed out and we had 12 inches of snow yeah. and people were parking. My art photographer was parked. She's parked. I don't remember, She told me where she parked. I had to walk. I parked at like Princeton
0: or wherever. No, no. No, no, no. Well, close. Yeah. Uh, uh, I it's
1: at West Hartford. So was Maybe. Connor? Classical, man. I don't know. One of the schools is not very far away. I you know, I parked like in an auxiliary lot. I I literally I literally walked a mile to get to I
2: mean, it. was it long that long? Yeah, I was, was, was. I, I got the there early
1: because I know it's. I had to be. walk through some storm. Room. Oh, it was crazy. But I mean, listen, that's gonna be. Oh, let's pray to God that they're not. They're not right. on the same side of
2: the. Park. And, and like I yeah, said, so we have a, we have some great games to go. Keep it here. Keep it on Hampton CT for all your information, all your all your stuff, all your yeah. basketball related stuff. It's all there. And eventually we'll be ready for the postseason All tournament, right. and uh, that'll be good. So for, get out of Dodge. For Sean Patrick Bowley, this is Joe Morelli for the Courtside Podcast. We'll talk to you next week.